Handle on the News. Late edition. Handle on the News. And now. Fourth of July. Bill will be back tomorrow. It is time for Handle on the News Late Edition with Jennifer Jones Lee and me and Alex and John. Lead story. Yeah, there's a wrinkle in the plans to rescue the Thai soccer team out of that cave, and that is heavy, heavy rains are coming. It's the last thing they need. Because they've got these options. Okay, they say we could... There's the diving option, where we send divers down. They equip these guys with, essentially, scuba gear. And then they um, sort of guide them out, one by one. Okay, well, problem there is the kids can't swim. I mean, granted, they'd help them, but still. But then, secondly, they say, okay, or we wait. We wait for the water to go down. Well, the problem is the water has to go up before it can come down. Right. That could that could be months of waiting for the... The rains to come yeah. and the water to, and then, I mean, they can pump the water out, but they can't start pumping until after the rains have come and flooded it more. And then the third option, which it seems like almost everybody over there is saying that's probably not going to happen, and that's drill some kind of new path out of there. And so it looks like maybe the diving option is the one that they're going to have to pursue. You know what I'm thinking? I don't know that they need to know how to swim. Because if they're tethered to somebody I think or they're tethered. Yeah, I think they would be tethered and there'd be a dive line. They would just have to be able to get comfortable that they are underwater, but they can still breathe. Is there a way and for them they, to like get in the water and back out? You know what I mean? Like, well, there are parts of the... They're, oh, I see. Uh, I... Like to, to teach them, how would they I think teach so? Them? Yeah, because there are different parts under there where they would be underwater, but there are other parts where obviously where they are now. Where there's airspace. So, yeah, I think they can. So the fact that they don't know how to swim might not be uh, the biggest problem. I think the biggest problem is the parts of the exit path that are too narrow for a diver to be right there with them when they go through. They have to, like, send them through certain parts completely on their own. This, This is a terrifying thought to me. This the whole thing. trapped in a cave and it's wet and it's dark oh my goodness and imagine you're the parents so the elation that you had when they said we found your kids and they're alive and and great and then oh now we don't know how to get them out or it could be september before we're able to get them out if we use one method yeah uh speaking of getting people out oh man some mandatory evacuation orders lifted but then others expanded in that county fire the one in yolo county They have managed to bump up the containment percentage, right? Yeah, because because I remember five. when it was like two percent, three percent, and what is it up to now? Fifteen. Yeah. All right. So they're slowly getting a handle on it. Is it one of those things where, like, they're confident they're going to knock it down? It's just going to take a very long time, or is it one of those fires where they're worried that it could whip completely out of control again? Well, I think they're worried because of the weather conditions over the weekend. So while it's not expected to be as hot as it is in Southern California and Northern California, there's, it's still going to be hot up there. So and, yeah. that's always a consideration. And dry. Yeah. And, uh, 
All right. Well, uh, while that's going on up in Sacramento, those dummies are uh, setting up a committee to look at the possibility of making it harder to sue the utilities when they cause these wildfires. I swear to whatever you swear to that everybody up in the legislature in Sacramento is under a psychotic delusion that w- that they are in the middle of one never-ending opposite day. Could be. Every idea they have sucks. Every single one. I'm going to go with you on this. Yep. And it's also, here's the thing, they managed to transcend their own ideologies in sucking. Because you would think as liberal as they are up there, that one thing they wouldn't want to do is let big companies off the hook. Right. Right? Right. Well, apparently they do. I get being wrong is more important to them than being consistent. It's bad news. That's just a committee to look into it. So maybe like a lot of things, hopefully the other part of what goes on up there will kick in, which is sometimes they can't get anything done. Well, there's that. Yeah. Uh, Americans are going to spend a little less on the 4th of July this year, and there's a reason. All I see. Wait, there's a reason? Because it falls on a Wednesday. Oh, right. Not as many people are having the big cookouts yeah. and so forth. Yeah. I got to party it up as much, I guess, as normal. And uh, so <laughs> people are like they don't have the big long four day weekend. Uh, some people. It's funny because you had some people who decided they were going to take last weekend as the lead up to the 4th of July. So they took Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Other people are like, no, no, we're going to start today and do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right. And so I thought that would mean that there would be a difference in travel patterns. I thought, oh, it'll be better because it won't be all one weekend based. No, it's yeah. worse this year at LAX than it's ever been. Also, I think this headline's misleading when it says Americans will spend less in the aggregate. Right. Right. Less will be spent. But apparently the per person food cost is up. They'll be spending more per person who's scarfing down the barbecue, but fewer people will be scarfing down the barbecue. Seventy five dollars and fifty three cents average person spending for the food. That's got to include alcohol, right? It It has has to. to. Is everybody never, making foie gras burgers? What's going on? I was like, man, these are the, the swankiest, you know, barbecues I've ever been to or never been to, actually. You want to know how, how alcoholic of a country this is? Yeah. I heard a piece about the, the whole point of this news piece was, oh, there are people who are bummed out because they can't party on the 4th of July because they have to work the next day. And they interviewed like a long haul trucker who had to get up at 4 a.m. And I was like, wait, that means you can't go to a parade? That means you can't stay up to watch any fireworks? It means you can't have a hamburger or a hot dog? Apparently not without having a beer in one hand. I guess not. Uh, All right. No, this is what you were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, here's the guy, the Marine veteran who has made these lawn signs to help his fellow vets. Indoor fireworks. He, he, he admits he's this former Marine Master Sergeant and says, sounds bother me because I don't like loud noises. He said, I'm still paranoid if I hear like a loud bang or something like that. Sometimes I'll duck or I'll just quickly look around to see where it's come from. So he's put up these red, white and blue signs that say combat veteran lives here. Please be courteous with fireworks. 
And I think it's one thing if veterans go, okay, you know what? It's the night of the 4th of July. I can put it in my brain to expect these things. Mm -hmm. This is going to happen all night or whatever. Okay, fine. That makes sense. But it's when they go off. Somebody just tweeted me that there are fireworks going off in her city this morning. Yeah. That's the kind of thing. Come on, guys. And they're running out of these signs. There's so much need for them that they can't even make enough. Yep. All right, now let's take a break. When we come back, we will continue with Handle on the News Late Edition. This is KFI AM6. It's a Bill Handel show on a July 4th. Yes, we heard that iHeartRadio thing. We heard it. We heard what they did. It was not lost on us. No. Uh, We are continuing Handle on the News, late edition. Jennifer Jones, Lee, and me, and Alex, and John. And R.I.P. Duke. I I I guess, actually, R.I.P. Sam, who played Duke. Yes, Duke was the character that Sam, the actor dog, portrayed for the Bush's Baked Beans Company. Although he was not the only dog actor to be. It's kind of like what they're doing with the Colonel now. Yeah, which it's is not Sort of okay, like that. They had different Dukes over the years. But yeah. Sam did pass away. Yeah, he hasn't been Duke for many, many years. But I bet he went to the grave with that secret Bush's recipe. Just saying. Ah, uh, he could have wrote it down before he went. I'm hoping we'll never he know. <laughs> Oh, this story. So, a 92-year-old woman has been arrested for killing her 72-year-old son because she thought that he was going to put her in a nursing home. You couldn't think of anything? Is that what happened, John? Well, I thought it was a sad story, so I had, like, instrumental sad music. That's fine. Bring it up. Oh, okay. Because you were sounding hyped, like you were excited. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. It's one of those... I mean, it's a murder, but there's something darkly comical underneath it. And if you saw the woman's mugshot, it's slightly comical as well. Yeah. Anna May Blessing is her name. This happened in Fountain Hills, Arizona. And apparently, uh, determining that her son was going to put her in a home, she got two pistols and hid them in the pockets of her robe. Oh, Went to her son's bedroom, confronted him, took out one of the guns, shot him, killed him, pointed the gun at his girlfriend. There was a struggle over the gun. It fell out of her hand. She pulled out the second gun. Another struggle. Lost control of that one as well. And then uh, Maricopa County Sheriff's came, took her to jail. Uh, So that happened. And if I may point out, where did it not happen? Florida. Oh. Didn't happen in Florida. Wow. Uh Uh, Then there's a guy who's going to jail for a really long time over an overdue movie rental. I don't think he's going to jail for a really long time. But he could, he could get a warrant issued for his arrest for not returning. Of all the movies, I, that's what I thought. Well, there's but I, there, there's a story behind it. But of all the movies not to return, Ted. I mean, you watch that once, you need to take it back. It's done. One well, and done. but what happened is he rented it and he forgot to take it back, and then he lost his home. He became homeless. 
And he just threw everything he had in a box, including Ted. And, you know, you can imagine you lose your home, then you're not going to, it's not going to be top of mind to return a video. So now uh, he owes $218.07. But here's what's corrupt about the whole thing. The store gets $19 for the movie and $25 for lost rental profit. The DA gets $174 of that. Not okay. No, not okay at all. Well, hopefully they'll they'll figure out a, a resolution that does not involve him being put in handcuffs. That's ridiculous. Speaking of a guy in handcuffs, though, a U.S. Border Patrol agent has been arrested for distributing child pornography. His name is Keith Hook. And uh, they say that they know he did it using the mobile messaging app Kick. Because they uh, linked IP addresses to his home, to his work, and a hotel that he was at during a work conference. Oops. Uh, So he's in big trouble because according to the uh, criminal complaint, it was uh, images including a wide age range of children, including toddlers. Hmm. And... uh, he is uh, being held, not making the bail. It doesn't say how much his bail is here. Do you see it? I don't see it. No, I didn't see that. Uh, well, I guarantee you it's very, very high. Can we just end with the uh, winky story, number uh, 13? Go ahead. Wife says, this is the headline, wife says she sliced off cheating's husband penis, then threw it out the window. to you that we get this story in. Scott flew into town last night. Just saying. (laughs) Uh, This happened in Thailand. Officers uh, recovered the penis, put it in a cooler, but the surgeon said there's no way to sew it back on. I also understand now the wife, in addition to having the criminal charges and everything, is uh, facing a copyright infringement lawsuit from Lorena Bobbitt. And that is Handle on the News Late Edition.